Hey, are you loosened up and tuned in? Are you bright-eyed and bushy-tailed? Are you paying attention? Are you eager to get started? You'd better be ready to use up a little mental energy because, you guessed it, it's time for the English Teacher John Show number 44. Let's do it, and let's do it now. everyone. This is John, your host for the English Teacher John Show and our other podcasts. Well, it's summer and it's way too hot. I know, I know. Here in Matsumoto, Japan, it's not actually that hot, but it's still too hot for me. I'm a three-season person, really. I like autumn, winter, and spring. I don't like the heat of the summer. From the family history that I've been able to gather, the blood in my veins is from England, Ireland, Germany, Holland, and Finland. And I didn't even know about the Finnish part until I had a nice conversation with my grandmother a few years before she died. Well, anyway, it's too hot and humid right now. It always feels about 35 degrees to me, but I guess the temperature is somewhere between the high 20s and the low 30s most summer days. We do have days in the middle and high 30s sometimes. Hey, I'll tell you about a couple of interesting activities that I did recently. Last weekend, I went on a fishing trip with some students and friends. You know, I'm a vegetarian and I don't eat fish, but I couldn't turn down the invitation to be out in a boat on the ocean. I love the sea, and I always feel good when I'm near, in, or on the water. We left Matsumoto around 1.30 a.m. and drove the two and a half hours to the Japan Sea coast. Um, from there, seven of us got onto the chartered fishing boat. And within about 30 minutes, we were fishing. We caught a bunch of Japanese jack mackerel, which are called aji in Japanese. We also caught a couple of red snappers, which I think is the same as a red sea bream. And these are called tai here in Japan. Because I'm vegetarian, I wasn't so interested in the next part of the activity which was eating the fish. But I did bring one aji 
one mackerel home to my wife as she likes to eat fish sometimes. Okay, another recent water activity. I went windsurfing the day before yesterday. It was my first time, and wow, that was fun. It's pretty difficult and strenuous, but I really enjoyed it. Yes, I was able to stand up for a little bit, but I'll tell you what. It's pretty hard to constantly pull the sail up and out of the water every time you wipe out. I was exhausted in the evening. Well, we're lucky to have some lakes around here for water sports, though I do wish that the ocean was a little closer. How about you? Do you like water sports? Do you like the hot weather? What do you do when it's hot out? Hey, put a message on our blog. Let us know. Okay, well, big congratulations to Italia, Team Italy, for winning the World Cup 2006 in Germany. I guess that finished almost a couple of weeks ago. Felicitazioni! Well, the World Cup is over, so let's all get on with our lives. I'm sure that many of you stopped some of your ongoing projects in order to watch some of the World Cup games. Did you put off your work, studies, hobbies and interests? Your housework, maybe? Hmm, time to get back to work. Okay, let's look at our show index for today. We will have three segments in our show. In our first segment, we'll talk about would, W-O-U-L-D. Would for hypothetical or imagined situations. As in, I wouldn't want to be in the Sahara Desert right now. And in our second segment, we'll learn about a couple of idioms. Turning over a new leaf and a bitter pill to swallow. And finally, in our third segment, you know what that is, don't you? It's probably your favorite part. Yep. It's practice time! Oh, no! Well, let's get on with the show! I wouldn't do that if I were you. I think she would like that idea. He wouldn't have taken his bicycle in the rain. Yes, these are examples of hypothetical situations. They're not real. They're unreal. They're imagined situations. So today we're going to talk about using would, W-O-U-L-D, for hypothetical, unreal, imagined situations. Uh, we also talked a little about conditional statements using if and would in podcast audio lesson number 23. 
so please review that material. Here are a couple of examples using would in these if conditional sentences. If we lived in that big house, we all would have our own rooms. It's not real. We don't live in that big house. Just for fun, we can put the previous example into the past tense. If we had lived in that big house, we all would have had our own rooms. Another example of would in a past tense if conditional sentence is They wouldn't have played soccer in that field if they hadn't gotten permission. Mm, it's a bit of a tricky one. Let's look at would in other kinds of imagined situations. Um, here are some examples. I'd love to stay longer, but I really have to go. Or, I would love to stay longer, but I really have to go. The meaning is, I want to stay longer, but I can't. Or, if I had more time, I would stay longer. I wouldn't want to be in the Sahara Desert right now. It's hypothetical, imagined. I'm not really there. I think Manuel would do a better job than Antonio. It's hypothetical because Manuel is not, in fact, doing that job. Antonio is. Now, let's imagine how our friend's life would be if he had a different job. So, we are imagining this situation. He would have more free time. He'd earn more money. He would be living in an exciting city. He'd have friends from around the world. If there's really a possibility of our friend changing jobs, then we can use will instead of would in the above example. We also use would in reported speech. Um, we change will to would when we put it into a reported statement. Uh, for example, if your friend Andrea tells you, I have to go to the picnic because my whole family will be there. If you report this statement to another person, you would say, Andrea said he had to go to the picnic because his whole family would be there. When we reported the statement to another person, we changed will to would and we also changed have to had. I promise I won't be late. This sentence becomes 
a different sentence when you tell another person. It becomes, he promised he wouldn't be late. So the original sentence, I promise I won't be late. And the reported sentence, he promised he wouldn't be late. Okay, let's see. We can also use would in polite offers, as in these examples. Would you like to come over for dinner tomorrow night? Would you like a cup of tea? Would you like to see my new photographs? Would she like to join us tomorrow morning? And we can use would to give people advice, as in these examples. This is advice. If I were you, I would write him a letter and tell him the truth. If I were you, I'd go there right now and settle it. I would clean up before going to bed if I were you. And finally, we can use would when we're not happy about the present situation or a person's actions. You want someone or something to change. It's a way to complain or express your dissatisfaction with a person or situation. Hey, these can be fun. Let's look at a few of these wish-would examples. I wish you would take off your muddy shoes before coming inside. I wish it would stop raining. She wishes he would stop working so much. I wish they wouldn't talk during the movie. Hey, I wish you would listen to me. Okay, you can see that would has many, many uses in English. And it is, uh, uh, I think, a little complicated to understand all of them. So you might have to listen to that one a few times. All right, but that's enough for that. Let's move to the next segment. You are listening to, and I hope learning from, the English Teacher John Show. Hey, what is that flying so low? Oh no, watch out! Here comes today's idiom! Yep, it's time to learn about a couple of idioms today. Hey, sometimes we all mess up. We get into ruts in our life where our behavior is questionable or even downright bad. We act childish. Our views, opinions, or actions are very negative, maybe even destructive. Hopefully, it's a temporary situation, and eventually we will turn over a new leaf. Turn over a new leaf.
it's a fresh start with fresh ideas, a newly found happiness and or peace of mind, a new positive outlook or new work ethic. Yes, you've changed for the better. You've turned over a new leaf. Is he still smoking and drinking a lot and always looking for work? No, not at all. He's really turned over a new leaf. He's working at the clothing shop and exercising almost every day. He looks great. He's turned over a new leaf. He's turned over a new leaf. Yes, he's changed for the better. Our second idiom is a bitter pill to swallow. Hey, life is about ups and downs and sometimes it's hard to accept defeat or a disappointment, a refusal or rejection. A particularly negative action or event can really be a bitter pill to swallow. Not only did you not get promoted, your company is transferring you about 500 kilometers away. Wow, that's a bitter pill to swallow. It's a real disappointment. It's a bitter pill to swallow. Did you hear that Larry didn't get into the college that he really wanted? But his girlfriend did get accepted. Ooh, that's a bitter pill to swallow. It's a bitter disappointment, rejection. It's a bitter pill to swallow. Okay, I hope you like those idioms. Aren't you tired of listening to me? Aren't you ready to speak? To practice your English? Well, now's the time for that because it's, yes, you guessed it, practice time! Oh no! Yeah, I know it's your favorite part of the show. Let's practice these sentences. Say them out loud. Say them now. Say them. Pronounce them. Practice them. Come on. Don't be shy. Okay, first, uh, here's a little practice uh, for our language segment, which was many different uses of would. Uh, first, would in if conditional sentences. Please practice. If we lived in that big house, we all would have our own rooms. If I had more time, I'd show you all of the new websites I designed. They never would have finished 
if we hadn't helped them? If we helped them, they would finish. If we lived close to the sea, we would swim every day. Okay, second, uh, we have would for imagined or hypothetical situations, unreal situations. I wouldn't want to be in the Sahara Desert right now. I think Manuel would do a better job than Antonio. It would be great to have enough money to travel. I'd go around Europe for a couple of months, then I would go to South America. And here are a couple of examples of using would in reported speech. I have to go to the picnic because my whole family will be there. Andrea said he had to go to the picnic because his whole family would be there. I promise I won't be late. He promised he wouldn't be late. Okay, how about would in polite offers? Would you like to come over for lunch tomorrow afternoon? Would you like a cup of tea or coffee? Would you like to see my new digital camera? Would she like to join us on Wednesday morning? And we also have would for giving advice. We often use would when we give advice. If I were you, I would write him a letter and tell him the truth. If I were you, I'd go there right now and settle it. I would clean up before going to bed if I were you. Finally, we can use wish and would together to complain or talk about things that we don't like or things we want to change. I wish you would turn down the music. I wish it would stop raining. She wishes he would stop working so much. I wish they wouldn't talk during the movie. I wish you would listen to me. And let's just look at a couple more uh, practice examples for our idioms. First idiom is turn over a new leaf. He gets up early every day and goes for a run. 
He's really turned over a new leaf. He has really turned over a new leaf. And our second idiom was a bitter pill to swallow. They won the championship last year, but only won one game this season. That must be a bitter pill to swallow. That must be a bitter pill to swallow. Hey, that wasn't so hard, was it? Good job, everybody. That is the end of practice time. Hey, I'd like to announce our 100th Frapper Map pin. And it belongs to David from Tahiti in French Polynesia, a place I would love to go one day. Uh, merci beaucoup. Thank you very much. Also, big thanks to our recent Frapper hometown pins from Fernando Iran from uh, Brazil and Vinod from India. Namaste. Uh, Tevat Sogut in Istanbul, Turkey. Reza Sojudi Sojaudi in uh, Iran. Sheila from India. Marty 2005 in Quebec, Canada. And Michal, Michal, Michal Beer in uh, Poland. And Aline in Moscow, Russia. Also Ruslan Kafizov in Cyprus. Okay, so we have some new countries there. Uh, everyone, thank you very much for putting your pin on the map. And you can find our Frapper map on the podcast or blog page. So please visit that and put your hometown on our map. Don't forget that you can post your comments and suggestions on our My English blog. Besides the blog, you can find all of our video and audio podcasts, some transcripts, other language help, photos, and more at EnglishTeacherJohn.com. Com. Hey, today I recorded a special English Teacher John video show. I still have to edit it, but please check our website as the video will be ready soon. I think you'll like this special video episode featuring one of my good friends who really has a high level of English. And she's an interesting person to boot! Well, it's a rainy Monday here in Matsumoto. It's a national holiday, so no classes for me today. And now it's time to head to the Izakaya and meet some of my students. They are hosting a fellow American who's from Seattle in the U.S. And they've invited me to join them for this casual get-together. Hey, I gotta go! <laughs> Thanks for listening and learning. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
talented Martin Chennault is our music man. 